Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 169. 169. 169. And today's topic, traveling with a toddler. Oh, <laughs> this is a good one. I know. I, can, I mean, yeah, I know a lot of people probably go through or have not yet gone through yeah. this aspect. Of yeah, this. we're going to go over both long car rides and long flights because mm-hmm. there's a little bit of difference with what goes on with yeah. each of those. Um, I, I recall, you know, having so much anxiety before, or I should say when we first had our, our first child, um, and then when they were into being toddlers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I recall our first child, we took a cross-country flight from here to Florida and our son was three months old. Oh, jeez! And it was just, I remember for, you know, right when he was born, I was like, three months from now, we have to go to Florida and I'm going crazy. <laughs> I just remember that just how much so anxiety it caused. To give context, that's about a five hour flight, right? At least. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. In some cases. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It was like, okay, what are we going to do? And actually what happened is uh, she just breastfed the whole time. <laughs> Load them Six up. hours of breastfeeding. Um, it's one way to shut him up. Yeah. People were like, you actually have a baby there? Like, they didn't even, they didn't even realize. Um, but a long car ride or a long flight can be a nightmare if you're not well prepared. Yeah. Absolute nightmare. It's one of the hardest well, it's one of the 27 hardest things <laughs> about having a toddler. That'll be the next podcast. Sorry, 270 yeah, hard hardest things. things about having a toddler. Um, so I just figured I would give some tips, some things that worked for us, you know, uh, to help you survive the trip. So when it comes to car rides, I have found that scheduling the, if you can, scheduling the ride around nap time. And most mm-hmm. parents figure this out. So in other words, the car often is a great place for the child to fall asleep. Yeah. You know, the movement, the positioning, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I know, of, you know, there's people that just take, especially when like it's a baby, they'll mm-hmm. go and drive around until the baby yeah, falls asleep. A couple blocks and yeah. come back. I mean, that actually happens. And then part of that is the positioning at yeah. an angle, yeah. as we've said, mm-hmm. they're at an angle and the movement of the car. So they love it. So if you can do that, the the, the child will sleep in the car. Dude, I I still do that. (laughs) I'll still nap in a car, man. I like totally. I just thought about that long road trip. Your girl's going to drive. You're like, all right. Yeah, sweet. Like one of my buddies wants to drive. Great. (laughs) I will take a nap. Yeah. And you, I mean, you have to figure out if your child's going to, if your child is more cranky before they get to sleep or after they wake up. Yeah. That has, a bearing on it too. Sure. Cause you know that, you know, they're not going to necessarily sleep the entire way there. Right. Right. So, you know, like, okay, let's say they're, you know, they're good to sleep for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a four hour drive. Right. So do you plan on the last two hours them sleeping right. or the first two, you know, either way or in the middle maybe, <laughs> yeah, you know, so you can cushion an hour on either <laughs> side of it. Right. Um, just kind of know that that's, You know, you got to know your child for that. Sure. Second one, pack snacks. Yeah. 
then pack more snacks <laughs> and then some more. <laughs> so nothing generates hunger like boredom. <laughs> and I want to, that's my, I want to make sure I have that on an Instagram post. Yes, we got a um, bumper sticker at least. But you know what? You want to use the snacks when you absolutely need it. So you don't want to like, they're not the go-to right away. Well, it's not like a pacifier. No. So you don't want to be like, hey, you want a snack? Like, yeah. no, no. You use the snack as a way to get them to be quiet. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> and to calm down. <laughs> so you want to bring water, fruit, crackers. Try to avoid a lot of sugar because yeah. they're sitting. Um, bring water, fruit, crackers. Of course, anything that doesn't make too much of a mess. Mm-hmm. But snack, snack, snack up. Yeah. Um, so if you're a new dad snack up it's a good one too snack up <laughs> snack up yeah snack up.com <laughs> taking that one Bad uh number three plan to stop so even if nobody requests to stop yeah i'm going to suggest doing it anyways yeah um i i will tell you too that a child may or you know depending on their um potty training mm-hmm won't give you a lot of warning. Right. And sometimes it's, it's to the extent of, Hey, I'm going to the bathroom right now. (laughs) So that's one reason to stop. So even if it's five to 10 minutes and you know, halfway through whatever, get them out of the car, walk around, stretch, use the restroom. Um, okay. And even sometimes this might be for me, but it's good for the kids too. Yeah. You know, uh, that's what I said. Even if you don't have to, yeah, it's just good to do that. I think it's good to plan that. And the, and like you said, there's certain rest areas and rest stops on, on long road trips. As you mentioned, that would yeah. be a good place to stop. Or if you're going to stop at some uh, gas station, to get another snack. Yeah. And sometimes we don't think about it because they're being really good. Yeah. You know, or they're, you know, they're into something or whatever, but that can quickly change. <laughs> so yeah. we're talking, this is about preemptive. Yes. Issues. Yeah. You know, and you want to make sure that, you know, stopping using the restroom is going to do that. (laughs) So and that, you know, you might get that from experience or just, you know, hey, take a guess and, you know, know if it's a four hour drive, maybe you're going to stop twice. Yeah. You know, in between. I do have a weird respect for a kid who goes, I'm going to the bathroom right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's very zen of that kid. You just hope he has the diaper on. Oh, all right. Well, I well, or usually it's about 10. You know, it's like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And, and, you know, when you deal with an adult, it's like, okay, hey, we'll get off at the next stop. Yeah, hold it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple minutes, yeah. whatever, but like, it's like, no, 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 I need to go now. Yeah, yeah. And the you kid know? has a very small bladder and they're like, I'm there. yeah, that, that does happen. <laughs> um, so number four, play seeing or verbal games. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain this one is, uh, you know, we used to play the alphabet game mm-hmm. as a kid in our car with our family. Okay. And so we've done the same thing with our kids. And basically when they're old enough to understand and see and recognize the alphabet, mm-hmm is you look for signs and letters and things out everywhere um, and you go through the alphabet. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple different ways to play. The one, if they're a little bit older, the way to play is everybody is using the honor system goes through the alphabet themselves. So they have to see the A, the B, the B, but you don't necessarily announce it. Mm. You might say on occasion, you say, hey, what are you up to? And you're like, I'm on J, I'm on M, right. whatever. But they have to see it. If they're... N- not honest children <laughs> or they're younger, yeah. you kind of play together mm-hmm. and you say, Hey, there's an A, you know? Yeah. All right. What are we looking for next? Yeah. B, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it can take a long time and it, it actually can work pretty well. <laughs> the difficulty is if you're in the middle of the desert 
and there's only a sign every Sand. five miles. Yeah. Um, you know, it says, no, that's Las Vegas. Like, that's it. That's all it says, yeah. you know, for 20, you know, 200 miles. Right. Um, you know, that might be a problem. But yeah. it, you know, things like that. There's all, or, you know, or I spy something I spy, in the car. Yeah. That's a good classic. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And you can, you can, that can pass a lot of time. Yeah. So it's good. So number five is bring entertainment. So books to read, coloring books, stuffed animals, action figures, etc. Now, this you're going to have to be prepared for. While I'm not a fan of occupying a child's time with electronics. Yes, which we've heard. A road trip is where all those rules go out the window. <laughs> I was going to ask you, are all bets off at that point? Yes. So you can watch a DVD or yes. play electronic game at yes. that point. Yes. I'm not, I have no, no qualms <laughs> about that. I'm only so strict. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Even you could be lenient on that. Yeah. These, these, the rules go out the window. You okay. know, for short rides, I don't think it's a good idea because then they don't have the ability to entertain themselves. Well, and I think balancing it with some of the things you're mentioning also helps too. It's like, right. oh, you know, time, we'll spend time doing kind of fun family stuff or I spy or something. Yeah. And then, all right, watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, I, and I would say that you, it's kind of like the, the snack. You leave that for the, like, it's the ultimate. Yeah. If there's an issue. Right. You know, yeah. like, you know, because you want them to be it's able plan to. Plan B. Or yeah, I mean, and, and part of that is really, a lot, and this is, I believe, is that you they're able to entertain themselves mm-hmm. by doing other things. And so by, and, and we're the same with our phones. Sure. Like, you then don't have the ability to like sit in a line yeah. and wait or think you have to be on a device. It's so funny. I remember being, I think it was in line recently somewhere and I was the only one not looking at their phone. I was like, look, I was just looking around because I'm interested in what's going on around me and people and all that stuff. And I, I'm, not, I'm not a big, I don't usually use my phone except to check text messages, occasionally something that's going on and whatever. But like if, if I'm literally in line just waiting for something, a lot of times I'll just be just looking around, just observing <laughs> my world around me when I found that unusual. I'll be looking yeah, at a I still have the something. romantic idea that we don't need to use our phones at all times as much as I'm guilty of it. Sure. And well. I'm guilty of it yeah. as well. But, you know. Yeah. So you still want to limit the the amount of screen time. For sure. Um, Along with that or within the entertainment, kind of a a good compromise, I think, is audio stories and audio books. Yeah, that's a good idea. So maybe a podcast. A podcast would work. (laughs) So instead of a movie, you get an audio book or podcast (laughs) and this allows them to use their imagination. Mm hmm. So it's kind of nice. It's like, you know, you can put on headphones. Uh, maybe you're using a phone or an MP3 player or whatever you've recorded, you know, audible, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And they can listen to the story. Right. And that's really cool, too, because it does occupy them time, but they are still using their imagination in some aspect. And uh, it just seems a little bit less, mm. <laughs> less mindless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess you're talking about toddlers. You know, I think music would probably be kind of in the realm of that like playing some songs yeah, no, music's good too and, yeah know. music's good too i mean yeah. a lot of you know as the kids get older they'll probably be more into music right yeah and so that works yeah but know. there could be some child songs i might like yeah. a little bit more um number six rotate seats so this is an interesting one too is if you have more than one child put them in different places halfway through the trip mm. so you're giving them one, a different perspective Two, they may be next to somebody, you know, I mean, depending on how many kids you have or whatever. Yeah. And so you kind of change that up. I would imagine that would change with age too. Cause I mean, if you had a kid that's still in a car seat, we well, just move the car seat. 
I mean, oh yeah, it takes yeah. some extra effort. Yeah, you yeah. can still do that, I guess, right? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it's just a way, especially if you have multiple children. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, one gets to see mom, sure, or whatever. I mean, the other, and this is just happens sometimes with competitive children. <laughs> it's like, or I don't want to sit next to her the whole time. You say, okay, well, we'll switch halfway through, yeah. you know, or something yeah. like that, or um, even just see the left side of the freeway or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and there's a ton of reasons. It just it changes. It just gives a little bit of difference to the monotony sure. of doing that. So, um, so those are those are tips for the car. So now, if we move over to the plane, mm-hmm. a flight, there's a lot of the same things. I mean, you know, the same idea of bringing you know bringing entertainment and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but a, a, a couple differences here. Now, the first one is instead of the nap. Um, cause I, I did see that a lot of people had suggested that like, you know, so that they can sleep on the plane. Mm-hmm. My experience personally is that my children never wanted to sleep on the plane because it's so exciting. They were too excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we tried going at night and we try No, it didn't matter. They were very excited about it <laughs> yeah. or they were really tired and cranky. Yeah. And it was a horrible experience. But they're trying to stay up. Right. Cause it's so exciting. So we actually schedule it when they are at their best mm-hmm. and my children happen to be at their best in the mornings okay so that's when they have the most energy they're the happiest they're, you know and that's that's just what it is. so unlike that car ride we didn't do it around their napping schedule mm-hmm. so um yeah they were just they had the most energy they were i said more more happy you know yeah and so we would schedule it around that time um, number two, give yourself some extra time. So oh, yeah. you got to cushion that. Yeah. Airlines are already requiring you to be there early. Um, but when you have kids, it, it's, it's extra time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to the gate slower, you get through security slower, <laughs> you get, I mean, and there are some that have, you know, special family areas, yeah, and, yeah. you know, special family boarding and everything else. Um, but it just makes sense. Everything takes longer when you have children, right? You know, I mean, expect, expect that with the car too, I guess, because you're going to make some stops, but the plane <laughs> exactly doesn't have any stops. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they do, but like that. Well, and that's why I said number three, while you can't stop on the plane, I'd still suggest getting up and walking around. Sure. So because you're in a seat, um, and so I, I suggest instead of waiting till the child is really antsy and, and stuff is just do the same thing is schedule it. You know, maybe it's once an hour, you know, something like that. And then you can actually, depending on you know, how old they are, you can say, hey, when the clock turns, you know, 12, we're going to go up and down the aisle three times, you know, yeah. or whatever, and, and and get a chance to be able to do that. So that's... And thankfully, they have a bathroom on the Yeah, plane, they so. have a bathroom on the plane. Yeah. Exactly. Um, number four, go nonstop. So I'm <laughs> suggesting this. Now... You, you, you might, some people might differ with this one, but for me personally, the least amount of travel time was preferred. Yeah. Cause traveling in itself is stressful. I could agree with that. Yeah. You know, for sure. so other people say, no, 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 absolutely. I want a layover because then it gives us a break, but you know, that can make a four hour trip. 12 hours depending on the layover. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so for me, I just, that just never worked. Well, that's even tiring for an adult in some cases, right? right. So you might be laid over for a couple hours and it's like you said, it extends the entire trip. Yeah. It's just never been a preference of yeah. ours and yeah. our children responded better. Just going straight through. If sure. it's going to be painful, let it less be, have less time being painful sure, and just get it done quicker. <laughs> right. Put yourself out of your misery. <laughs> uh, number five, bring lollipops or gum. 
Sugar-free, of course. I was literally thinking the gum thing yeah. right before this one. I, I yeah, yeah. Right. So the ears, yes, typically have problems with you know them popping, and popping. a lot of a lot of uh, parents don't realize this. It, you know, and we've seen it. I mean, repeatedly as we've traveled, sure. Um, where you know we'll have extras or something, yeah. and then give it to a parent, and then the you know the child stops crying, right? You know, because the parent doesn't realize the child's crying because their ears hurt. Yeah, and so that can happen. Um, it helps the ears pop, you know, just by the chewing motion and such. And so. I heard it's um, worse with toddlers than it is with like newborns. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was told. Yeah, uh, someone told me that. Or I don't know. Could be. Or this, yeah, maybe a friend. Maybe there's more developed. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They, maybe they notice it more. I don't know. Like, it could be a, maybe their sinus cavity or something. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, according to my um, doctorate you know, <laughs> in, in uh, early child studies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, that you're right. Though that, that could be the case. Um, yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um, number seven. Have them sit near the window. Mm-hmm. So the aisle can be a little dangerous, actually. Uh, people walking whacked. by, yeah, getting whacked. Uh, also, just them reaching out. Sure. To, to yeah. people in the yeah. aisle. Pulling on the cart. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah, and then the cart actually being hit. I mean, I always, my shoulder always gets hit by the cart. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, I don't know, just having a little bit wider yeah. shoulders. Um, they just, I always get hit by the cart. And I was like, Oh, excuse me. And the, or actually I was just on a flight. At least it was a short one. Yeah. And I, I guess my knee was a little far out mm. and the, st- or the, the um, flight attendant literally like kicked my leg <laughs> as she was walking by. It hurt so bad. And I was just like, Oh, sorry. I mean, obviously my leg was a little bit protruding out, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she seemed fine, uh, yeah. but it, it hurt so bad. Like, That's so funny. And you're, especially if you're on the tall side, I mean, you're relatively tall. You yeah. are six, a little over six feet, Just right? six feet. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm kind of in the same realm and a bit broad shoulder too. Yeah. And so people kind of bump in. If it's the same thing, I'm found the aisle, uh, the aisle. I pretty much kind of guarantee unless I squeeze in totally, you know, cause the seats aren't as, is I think they're a little smaller in the, uh, the regular class anyways. So. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then the last one, number seven, bring snacks that last. Mm. So unlike just, you know, snacks in general, you're going to want to bring things that will last you for quite some time. And so those can be things like raisins, mm. goldfish, mm. pretzels, grapes, mm. little things yeah. that they take little bits at a time yeah. so that you can give them 400 of them <laughs> <laughs> rather than them just gulping them. Yeah. And then yeah. like, where's the next one? Yeah. I mean, you might be, you got to look at, think of mess, mm-hmm. you know, but it can be good. Um, anything where they're going to eat one at a time and you know, do that versus like a big cracker or something. It's just, they're going to stuff it in their mouth and they're done. Right. And it's like, okay, that didn't last very long. Right. So you want the things to last and yeah. give them a little bit at a time. Yeah. And that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little breadcrumbs. <laughs> um, now, you know, just, t- just some tips for the, the parents. Um, I'd suggest meditation. <laughs> prior sure. uh, get a good night's sleep <laughs> if you can traveling with toddlers or babies is not easy you know and there's some other travel tips about like you know when to use strollers and that kind of stuff i didn't get into that yeah, stuff yeah, um, this was more like on age. the plane sure. itself uh, but you're gonna want to be refreshed you're gonna be wanting to, wanting and ready to take it on um, try not to stress and just know that it is difficult and, um, you know, and, and a lot of times we worry about what other people are going to think, yeah. you know, like, oh, I, that's what I was really worried about when I had yeah. the baby. It was like, I, remember we talked. I didn't want the baby to be crying and disturb everybody sure, and whatever. Yeah. And the only people who don't, 
the only people who care are people who don't have children. Right. Anyone who's had a child. Yeah. Knows, <laughs> understands it. So, you know, it's funny how many times I've seen where there's a baby or something and then like another personal offer, you know, to right. like you know, hold the kid yeah. or help the kid or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it, it, everyone knows that it's just not easy to do that. Right. But don't let that prohibit you. Right. From traveling. Yeah. And going and just on car li- rides. Take all those safety tips that you just mentioned. Yeah. Those, those tips. Yeah. Help out. No, I mean, and like I said, I look back at those trips. They were great. We have great yeah. pictures, you know, mm-hmm. um, they're good experiences for everybody, but it's not always easy. It Correct. sounds a lot better sometimes. <laughs> right. Um, Family so, trip. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone has any feedback on their own trips, uh, maybe some tips and things that they've used. Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at com or hit us up on our multiple social media channels, Twitter at dudes Facebook dudes YouTube dad university and dudes are there. Please check those out. A lot of great information shared by Jason. And also please go to iTunes and Stitcher and whatever podcatchers you can find us on and leave some five star reviews and some comments and subscribe to all those channels. Cause it really helps perpetuate the show. That was awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, Alan, thank you as always. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.